We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. More cops and first responders disciplined after the Memphis killing. We have the story. A woman is dead after a weekend police chase in West Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. On KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Temperatures fell into the single digits overnight across south-central Kansas, and we expect to stay below freezing here through most of today. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. Memphis police are firing more officers involved in the death of Tyree Nichols. It's important to point out that they have been let go, but they have not been charged like the other officers. Their part is still under investigation. Former officer Preston Hemphill has not been charged, and neither has the seventh officer who has not been identified. But it's video portions that investigators say will likely they'll be zeroing in on. Oh, Hemphill is accused of using his taser prior to Tyree Nichols being beaten by the five other officers who've since been terminated and charged. Those five officers are shown to be punching, kicking, and hitting Nichols with batons. Fox's Jeff Paul reporting. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the fatal police beating of that man in Memphis was, quote, so unfortunate. And Whipple says it reveals, quote, the dark side of humanity. Here, here in Wichita, we, of course, uh, we want to create relationships w- with our community, make sure our, our police officers are, are ha- have all the resources they need to uh, operate at the highest level. And Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show here on KNSS. A woman from Wellington has died following a weekend car chase in West Wichita. Saturday morning, Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies attempted to make a traffic stop on Kellogg Drive. But the driver just sped off. Car crashed at Hoover and Taft. A 22-year-old man who was driving was taken to a hospital with minor injuries. A passenger in the car identified as 38-year-old Lindsay Garman of Wellington. She died at a hospital. The driver had been booked as has been booked that is on multiple charges, including suspicion of first-degree murder in the commission of a felony. A police pursuit of a stolen vehicle ended with a rollover crash near Clearwater. Police say it began yesterday afternoon in Wellington, but that chase was called off. Conway Springs police then continued the chase. They deployed stop sticks. The driver tried to run over one of the officers. Clearwater Police Chief Kirk Ives says shots were fired. 
and the chase continued until the stolen car rolled over near Clearwater. Well, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so I mean, I've seen lots of accidents and things, but fleeing and eluding is pretty common anymore these days, unfortunately. Uh, but our flock cameras that are around the counties, especially Sumner County and also Sedgwick County, are really helping with a lot of that. And the man who was driving has been arrested. A woman and a child were in the car with him. No injuries. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl bound and fans are planning their trip to Glendale, Arizona. Experts recommend to book everything early. And if you're planning to drive, Sean Stewart with AAA Kansas says you're looking at about 16 hours on the road. As you head down uh, through New Mexico and Arizona, uh, the gas prices are higher. So just look at those and factor in how many tanks you think you would need to fill up uh, in your particular vehicle to calculate your travel costs. And while an Allegiant flight on February 10th is already full, Delta has added a direct flight from Wichita to Phoenix at a cost of around $2,800. Priscilla Presley filed legal documents in Los Angeles Superior Court over who runs her late daughter's estate, Lisa Marie Presley. The court filing disputes the validity of Lisa Marie Presley's living trust, which includes a 2016 amendment that removes her mother and a former business manager as trustees. Lisa Marie's two oldest children, Riley Keough and Benjamin Keough, would replace them in the event of her death or if she became incapacitated. Priscilla Presley claims the trust is invalid due to several issues, including a failure to notify her of the change, an atypical signature from Lisa Marie Presley, and a lack of a witness or notary. There's been no comment yet from Riley Keough. Benjamin Keough died by suicide in 2020. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, died on January 12th at the age of 54. Laura Cantor, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Big game tonight in Lawrence. KUK State hooking up again. We'll preview that one coming up in sports. How much for Super Bowl tickets? That story just ahead. On the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 7.08 now, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. The Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office is warning of a scam involving home warranty renewals. They have received several reports of homeowners receiving what appeared to be a $199 check from the county deed records. The document tells the resident that their home warranty is expiring. The DA's office says the letter is not authorized by Sedgwick County. If you receive such a letter, you're asked to report it to Sedgwick County officials. Another state is getting involved helping out with anyone who's considering getting an abortion. Massachusetts has now launched a hotline offering free legal advice to people seeking abortions in the state, along with their health care providers and helpers. The hotline went live Monday morning, and when a call comes in from a patient or provider, coordinators from the Reproductive Equity Now Foundation and the Women's Bar Foundation will help connect these callers to one of about 150 volunteer attorneys. These lawyers are specially trained. They come from prominent Boston law firms or the American Civil Liberties Union of Massachusetts, Several other states have made similar moves spurred by the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade last summer, which has led to increasingly restrictive abortion laws in some states. John Saucier, Fox News. A baby in Michigan is dead, police say, after his caretaker's boyfriend gave him meth. 
Cops say the man gave his girlfriend's one-year-old meth, killing the boy. Questions are being raised by the dead boy's grandmother, Gina Floria. She wants to know why he and the mother aren't behind bars. I don't understand why these two are out, I, and they haven't even changed the charges yet to murder. Timothy Coombs arrested by Flint police, charged with assault with intent to murder, child abuse, delivering substances to a minor, and torture. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Those looking to go to Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix will have to spend a lot of money for tickets. Fox's Stephanie Bennett with the story. It's an opportunity of a lifetime to go to Super Bowl 57, but for many, the price tag just isn't an option. The cheapest ticket right now, according to SeatGeek, is $6,400. As for the most expensive, you'll wish you hit the lottery. Those are going for almost $30,000. For Cardinal season ticket holders who normally own these seats in the stands, officials say they'll get offered a small percentage of tickets for an unknown price. Same with the two participating teams, season ticket holders. SeatGeek says the average price right now for people to buy is $8,000. The Super Bowl, Chiefs and the Eagles, that'll be on Sunday, February 12th. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Right now, things actually, well, the traffic volumes are starting to pick up. We're starting to see some heavier traffic out there. Not really seeing any big slowdowns on the highways. Uh, do still have that abandoned vehicle westbound Kellogg at Webb Road. So continue to watch for a slowdown around that. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Doing well. Good, good. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, honestly, a little bit more awake than yesterday. I, I stayed up to watch the game Sunday night, and uh, it, honestly, it was still worth it. Oh, was... One of many who was pretty tired yesterday morning. Yeah, terrific game. Great, great game. Yeah, and the weather, of course, held up. You know, it was just very, very cold, as expected, at Arrowhead. And, you know, since we're in close proximity, of course, the cold sticking around here as well. That's going to be the story as we go through our Tuesday, as we see a partly to mostly cloudy sky. I know the clouds yesterday really holding on quite a bit, holding on pretty strong and honestly pretty stubborn, but hopefully seeing some cloud breaks at least uh, towards the end of our day. Still seeing a mostly cloudy sky, though, through at least the first half, especially because we'll have a 20% chance of snow, you know, with that storm system down to our south, generating a, a lot of ice in the form of sleet, freezing rain. There has been a little bit of snow as well. Some of that wintry weather may try to head in our direction and anywhere from the metro into southeast Kansas can't completely rule out a, a light snow shower or maybe a flurry. This is going to be around our midday hours, so anywhere between around 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., but other than that, our day ahead does look pretty dry. And when it comes to that cold air, uh, similar to yesterday, staying below freezing all day, only getting up to a high of 26. Now, a bit of a silver lining. Our wind's not really going to be all that bad, only at about 5 to 15 miles an hour. That goes for tonight and tomorrow as well. Uh, mostly to partly cloudy skies after the sun goes down, and then just a mixture of uh, sunshine and clouds for tomorrow. We'll also gain a few degrees. It is going to be another bitter start to our Wednesday. 
15 degrees. That's going to be our overnight low and early morning temps, but then back up to 39 for our Wednesday afternoon. Chilly, but at least better than today and how we started the week yesterday. Back up to 48 Thursday, closer to our average high of 46. 50 degrees Friday, still looks like partly cloudy skies through the end of the week. And over this weekend, maybe a few more clouds at times on Saturday, but 55 on Saturday, 56 for a high on Sunday. Kind of hard to complain with that as we gradually get ourselves out of this freezer. 56 Monday, mild air should continue into the start of next week while continuing to stay pretty dry. Right now, we're at 11 degrees with mostly cloudy conditions. North wind at 3 miles an hour. Light, not enough to uh, give us a wind chill, but otherwise, over the last few hours, we have had wind chills anywhere between 1 below and 0. Yeah, but even without the wind, if you're know, pets being out and things like that, be be careful with that cold. It's, it's rough out there. Yeah, you either get that bitter breeze or that stiff cold. Either yeah, way, you need yeah. to bundle up. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS 714 on this Tuesday, January 31st, last day of the month. Another cold, breezy, cold day. Yesterday, cloudy day, central Kansas. Our high temperature Monday was 20 degrees, normal high 45 for the date. So there you go. Um, a good winter slapping us in the face. On this date in 1949, an Arctic invasion overwhelmed the north-central United States. Great Falls, Montana, truly got it, saw its name with Great Falls in temperature going from 62 degrees to 23 below zero oh. in just 36 hours. That's an 85-degree drop. Mm. Wow. On this date in 1918, a place called Arica, Chile, in South America, received its first measurable rainfall since... October of 1903. They went from 1903 to 1918 for an immeasurable no rain. <laughs> that's a period of Ooh. almost 14 and a half years. Yeesh. And that's a record for a dry spell. A record in all the world. Uh, on this date, uh, last date of January, day of January, in 1971, astronauts Alan Shepard, Edgar Mitchell, and Stuart Rusa blasted off aboard Apollo 14. On a mission to the moon. And I'm sure they had all the problems from Apollo 13 corrected before they blasted mm, yeah. off on that. Apollo 13 was the one that had so many problems. Yeah? Yep. They made a movie out of it, as a matter of fact. All right. It's, uh, you know, Super Bowl is coming up. Count the days. I don't know. What? 12 days. 12 out. days, I guess. And uh, <clears throat> we'll be talking about it. Everybody will be. We're talking earlier about food prices. And I my information here is that overall food prices may be up. By 11.8%, but football fans won't be feeling the pinch while watching Super Bowl 57. It says here, if you plan on making chicken wings for your party, you're going to spend 22% less on the chicken than you did last year. Then why are eggs so expensive? According to the Wells Fargo the chicken Super Bowl itself less expensive and the eggs are like gold. I can't explain that. I'm not an economist. A uh, pound of chicken wings has dropped from $3.38 last year to $2.65. So the wings are almost cheaper than the eggs. Or are they cheaper than the eggs? They're a lot cheaper. Plus, the price of avocado is down 20%. Shrimp has dropped 17%. Sirloin steak decreased by a dollar a pound, according to this report. And however, what you save on food could easily be spent on beer. Its price is 11% higher than it was last year, Wells Fargo reports. Plus, wine is up 4%. Spirits of other sorts have climbed 2%. Per that report, so anyway, I'm not I'm not planning on a party for cooking anybody or anything else. So 
I don't care. No party for you? I don't think so. No. A new another ready for another new poll. This is kind of related. It says that uh, a new poll says many of us are hooked on junk food. No surprise there. In fact, thirteen percent of Americans age fifty to eighty, roughly one in eight, show signs of addiction to junk food, according to data from the University of Michigan's National Poll on Healthy Aging. You're not addicted to Big Macs, are you, Ted? I like a Big Mac, though. The percentage is much higher among women than men, especially hmm. women in their 50s and early 60s, according really? to this poll. And you can find out more on that one. Go to our webpage, knssradio.com. Got a story on that on the, on the right hand there on the webpage. I'm not addicted to fast food. On the other hand. No, it says junk food, junk not food. fast food. Eh, it's, it's, so what's, it's, the, that, what's the difference? Not necessarily fast food, is it? Junk I don't know. Is this uh, pork rinds? Is that junk food? Yeah, I would say uh, that <laughs> might be in the like category. That. Seven uh, seven eighteen now. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It's time for sports with Ted Woodward. Ted, yeah, big focus tonight. We'll be up in Lawrence. We have college men's basketball tonight. Both teams are in the top ten. Eighth ranked Kansas hosting sixth ranked Kansas State. Of course, these teams just met two weeks ago in Manhattan. K State won that game by a point in overtime. Now they rematch two weeks later in Lawrence tonight. K-State right now in second place in the Big 12 Conference, and another game back is KU in fourth place. So see how these teams match up tonight towards the top of the conference. K-State is 3-3 three and three on the road this year. KU is really good at home, 10-1 and one on home court at Allen Fieldhouse, although the Jayhawks have lost three straight conference games. Trying to get back in the win column in conference play. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a 6.5-point favorite on home court coming into the game tonight. A couple things to a uh, history has not been kind to the Wildcats recently in this matchup. Of course, K-State beat the Jayhawks two weeks ago. But getting back-to-back wins against the Jayhawks has not come easy for K-State. K-State hasn't won back-to-back games against KU in 29 years. Whoa. And K-State usually drives back to Manhattan disappointed. They've lost at KU 16 times in a row. So we'll see what happens tonight. Live pregame coverage on the KU Radio Network at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse. Listen live to the Jayhawks taking on K-State tonight. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Brooklyn Nets win at home, and they beat the Los Angeles Lakers 121-104. to Coming off the bench for the Nets as the sixth man, former Kansas Jayhawk, Markeith Morris. He had two points, a rebound, and a blocked shot. The head coach of the Nets is former Kansas Jayhawk Jacques Vaughn, and he loves his bench. Got 66 points off his bench last night. It's why I love team basketball. It's uh, doing your part, not knowing when you're going to be called on. We've been talking about that, trying to normalize that with our group. And uh, next thing you know, you called upon. Our starters got off to a great start, and then we get 66 points from the bench. So uh, pretty impressive. Uh, guys ready to play and do their part. Yeah, Jacques Vaughn has the Nets playing well. Back-to-back wins. And they are in the number four spot right now in the Eastern Conference Want to give a great congratulations to fantastic basketball player here out of the state of Kansas, Taylor Robinson. Of course, she went to McPherson. Now she's finishing up her career as a 50-year senior at Oklahoma. She has now made more three-pointers than any player in college basketball history. More wow. than 500 of them. Wow. And uh, she's done it in 150 fewer attempts. She shoots 44% from long range. <laughs> How about that? That is legendary. Taylor Robinson from McPherson. 
He has now made the most three-pointers in college basketball history. Winding up her career it's with amazing. the Sooners. Yep. Amazing. And a good birthday today. Back to the first big-time wide receiver for the Chiefs franchise. Chris Burford ah. is 85 today. Yeah. Great split in for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was the first-round draft pick by the franchise. Had four receptions in Super Bowl One for the Chiefs against the Green Bay Packers. Burford retired at the age of 29. At that time, he was the Chiefs' all-time leader in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. That's why he's in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame. Great Chiefs split end, Chris Burford. He is 85 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. COVID-19 vaccines could be a yearly thing like the flu shot. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward here on this Tuesday morning. 10 degrees now, KNSS. President Biden is traveling to New York. The January travel tour concluding today for President Biden as the president once again will focus on infrastructure, this time in the Big Apple. The White House says the president will discuss the bipartisan infrastructure law in New York, where he's expected to focus on the Hudson River Tunnel. According to the White House, the project will improve reliability for the passenger trips on Amtrak and New Jersey Transit, adding the transit lines have about 200,000 passenger trips per weekday. The trip comes after the president visited Baltimore, Maryland. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Salina police are investigating after a body was found on the side of a street over the weekend. Saturday morning, police received a call about a body in the 1900 block of North 5th. Officers found a dead man on the side of the roadway. He has been identified as 20-year-old Brendan Reed of Hayes, Kansas. Cause of death has not been determined. The Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl bound. Fans are planning their trip to Glendale, Arizona. Experts recommend book everything early. Many flights are already full. But Eisenhower National Airport spokesperson Valerie Wise says while an Allegiant flight on February 10th is full, 
Delta has added a direct flight from Wichita to Phoenix. That's at a cost of around $2,800. They just opened that up last night after the Chiefs won, so we'll see how that books. Well, for fans who want to drive, AAA Kansas says you're looking at about 16 hours on the road. And they recommend you factor in hotel stays, price of gasoline, be aware of possible winter weather hazards. A new abortion amendment is expected to be introduced this week in Topeka. At the Kansas legislature, Representative Randy Garber, a Sabatha Republican, says it's similar to the constitutional amendment that failed in last August's primary, but is less confusing. People did not understand it. Um, it wasn't eliminating abortion. Basically, it's doing what this is doing. It's turning it back to the legislators. He plans to file the bill Friday. If it passes, this amendment would be voted on in the 2024 general election. Last week, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple and the city council members were in Topeka meeting with members of the state legislature. Of course, we've got folks up there who understand that here in Wichita, our goal is just to continue to grow jobs and create the environment uh, that not only grows jobs, but also allows folks to get trained for those jobs. And I think we're all on the same page uh, when it comes to uh, those goals. And Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show here on KNSS. A Dearborn, Michigan man joined ISIS, and now he's going to prison. It took a federal jury less than four hours to convict 32-year-old Ibrahim Issy Musabli of conspiring to provide material support to ISIS. Musabli traveled to Syria in 2015, where he attended an ISIS-run religious training camp where he swore allegiance to ISIS. Nabbed nearly three years later by Syrian Democratic forces, he was turned over to the FBI and brought back to the United States for trial. He could be sentenced to 50 years in prison. Gary Baumgarten, Fox news and now the forecast with knss staff meteorologist dan holiday good morning dan good morning cold high pressure is over kansas missouri and iowa and that's keeping these chilly temperatures around for a while but we finally break out of the deep freeze by this time tomorrow our high this afternoon 27 the wind chill hovering near zero cloudy and 13 overnight with tomorrow's high 38 i'm knss meteorologist dan holiday now, partly cloudy sky, uh, 10 degrees, and we have a north wind at 6 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, and it's time for our weekly visit with uh, Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir. Oh, hang on a sec. We'll be with Pete here in a second here. 7.32 now, Stephen Ted. Are you there, Pete? Good morning, sir. Yes. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you? Oh, Talking good. To you. How are you? Yeah, the froze yeah. Line, the, the phone line froze solid right then. <laughs> okay. Man, alive. Well, good morning, Steve. Yeah, good morning, you. How about this wonderful weather we're having? Huh? Cold enough? Wow, it's kind of cold. Kind of cold. <laughs> you remember the old days? So my my wife had some a knee replacement, so you know we're trying to do that ice thing, that, and uh, so we're putting the water bottles, you know, in there to doing those ice cooler things that keep your and, and I just I'm freezing the ice bottles outside yeah, on the deck. Yeah, just put them on the deck. Do it. Yeah, just so there you go. Funny. Anyway, yeah, like the old days. I understand there was a, a meeting regarding passenger train service, possibly that been talked about this for a long time from uh, Oklahoma City up through Wichita to Newton. Um, tell us about that meeting yesterday. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Senator McGann has done a nice, Carolyn McGann has done a nice job. She's put together a, a, a passenger rail caucus of 
House and senators that are interested parties. Uh, well, there's probably 25 of them at least. Anyway, so she coordinated a meeting yesterday that I was invited to, um, and really we got an update from from uh, the KDOT Department of Transportation representative and FRA was uh, did an update. That's Federal Rail Administration. Amtrak was there, and uh, and other interested parties. But uh, it was really a, a really good update, and there is a YouTube about a 45-minute meeting, uh, but there is a great uh, YouTube copy of it, which which helps explain. But so I, hopefully uh, I can maybe reference it myself, or I'll send it to you guys, and if you wanted to reference it. But, but the bottom line is for Kansas, we are ahead of the game. Uh, you know, this infrastructure money that's out there for all kinds of stuff, uh, federal money, uh, there's a lot of I've, I've heard there's a lot of states that are wanting to connect the state to state this and that and this and that but the uh, Amtrak officials that I know really well were telling me and, and Corey Davis from KDOT they were confirming that that this plan it, we're way ahead because of the game because the service development plan is a required step we had already done that uh, getting the corridor approved officially by FRA has already been accomplished. So we're like two or three major steps ahead of other other states. So uh, we're applying to get approved um, as and Kansas is going to take the lead with Oklahoma as a partnership and Texas is a supporting uh, state. And uh, it's due in March and uh, they wouldn't give a firm uh, uh, commitment. FRA said that you know sometimes it depends on how many applications they they get that uh, they receive. So they will approve it. They said hopefully uh, maybe in the, maybe in the middle of the year, but for sure in the second half of the year. And if uh, we we get approved, then that's a then that's really the the, the final major step. Then we go into the official uh, making sure that the platforms and cities and everybody can handle a, a train stop thing like that so this is a major accomplishment for uh for our state and uh and for the region really yeah. the uh I, I remember i may be one of the few out there listening right now who's ever ridden on a train out of wichita i don't know if did you have you ever paid eight well we've done it out of newton that's not uh, newton. i'm not talking newton i'm talking wichita no no, I never did out of Wichita. No, but was you know what? That Union Station guy. I mean, they were having at one time maybe ten, eight or ten trains a day going out of that. Yeah, and that, that little tunnel. You know, they had two or three tunnels. Right, tunnels, right, right. Those are neat. Yeah, That's yeah. A, they're kind of ghosty now. They're still there. There's no. <laughs> it's yeah. it's still got the finger pointing the the way. Wow. On the wall. Yeah. It's really uh, quite quite unique. It's uh. It's a it's a great a great building. So. Well, I was in the uh, in the sixth grade at Peterson Grade School, and we took our uh, our road trip or whatever to uh, to Topeka to the state capitol. And that was again, I was in sixth grade. That was the last time I rode on that train. But wow. that's interesting. Mom, yeah. mom, mom talks about the one time uh, I think Michigan was playing in the Rose Bowl, or maybe Notre Dame. One of the I think it was Michigan. And they were taking the train to the Rose Bowl, and uh, they stopped in Wichita, and they wanted to have band practice 
And so the, the, they, the Michigan band got off the train and was there on Douglas and practiced their marching <laughs> stuff. And so everybody that. in the, which somehow they all knew our big crowd was down there watching the band. So yeah, it's got a lot of history. Of course, the world war two guys were, Oh yeah. Man, yeah. Guys. man they were, they were all over that. So got great history. We've got a, uh, got a meeting tomorrow, right? The County commission, um, my right. information is you're going to get an update on the Kansas African American uh, Museum, which was in the, it was in that church down uh, near the courthouse, and, and they are, they've got a new. Tell me what's going on there. We got a new building, or are they moving, or what's going on? Right. Um, well, Denise Sherman is the president of the of the Kansas African American Museum. She does a really nice job, and uh, they have been. Uh, Fundraising, and they've done a really good. They are over halfway there, I believe, of relocating that that uh, museum to. Um, well, it's like Main and Second Street. Oh, it's a it's a it's a it was a vacant bank building that was available that they've already purchased, and they will be. Uh, it'll make it'll make for a really visible and easy to get to uh, uh, place. And uh, so they're going to give us an update on that. And so they'll be vacating that 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 historic church there. That's really, it, it's it's really crumbling. It's you know, it, the wall, the floors are not level, and and it's just hard to get to. And yeah, it's kind of so, uh, it's kind of location wise, kind of stuffed back uh, kind of in the corner there. And this other one sounds oh, like it's going to be a little more uh, a little more traffic going by, right? Right, right. And I think that'll I you know, there's a a few of us or a bunch of us feel like, yeah, the visibility will be much better because, uh, you know, visit Wichita, they talk about all the things you can see, you know, the zoo, exploration place and museums and whatever. And, and that one is included in their stuff, but it's, it's not well attended. And I think it's really because of the difficulty to, to get to it. Yep. To, sure, to yeah. Attend. But, so, yeah, it's gotta be yeah, one reason. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, you yeah. also have some items here. I noticed, uh, Several items on aging and aging services. Uh, uh, just as uh, a person who's aging, <laughs> as we all are, we I guess. Are. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got to take care of us geezers, you know, us older folks, right? Right, I know. And this is those; these are grants for our aging department, and uh, and all that that are continuous uh, yearly renewals, many of them, and uh, and they are. Uh, it's, it's good information, especially since this whole generation is uh, of, of which you and I are part of. But aging, I think sometimes it starts even at the – some of these services start at the minimal age of like 55 and over. So, um, of course, the hope, the hope is that everybody can can stay in their home or stay wherever they're living as, as they age and do everything we can to supply services to keep people from – Going into the to a to a uh, the care home, which is eventually for some, or in in off of that, because the dignity of being able to to live on your own is still most important. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, listen, I, I mentioned this. I just saw in print somewhere the other day that uh, uh, that there's a possibility that you, that you might be running for mayor of Wichita. Any any truth to that? <laughs> oh God. Well, it is. Seven thirty. Let's see. You're the first one that's asked me that today. Today, so. oh, well, I'm glad. I, I'm glad we're on the list. You've been getting a lot of. Well, you know what? If you get too many inquiries, it can tell you something, Pete. Either it's either go ahead and run or don't because you don't know what they're thinking. Are you? Uh, well, 
it's, it's tremendous evaluation and, uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's, I can have a personal contribution. I can, I can help a lot be, uh, being the, being the chair of the commission with just things like yesterday with the passenger rail, wow. uh, like trying to, it's things that you really focus and work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can deliver if it's, you know, helping WSU, KU on that campus, things like that, or state mental health hospital. So it's, I'm not sure how important it is to be the mayor or or a commissioner or just representing as a local elected, just representing the community and, and getting stuff done and helping. So okay, that's so now, what anyway. we're going to do here. Just yeah. frankly, you've done a great job, at, uh, Ted. He's great mayor potential because he just gave a non-answer. Yeah, it was just perfect non-answer. <laughs> and we are Dad store that because when he announces, we're going to bring that out on him. Like, <laughs> no, I understand. It's a little early, early in the game. Let's uh, see what happens next. But uh, yeah, you can do a lot of good, and and you've done a lot of good. You've been on the council. You've been on this commission, and uh, uh, it, it's uh, if you run, you run. We'll, we'll be ready for you. Yeah. You know. Well, no, no, no question. But we we do need we do we we're in a unique position in this community. We're yeah, we're a huge engine on the economic engine of the whole state with what we do here and. Uh, it need, it, we need a we need a strong and a, and a communicating mayor to uh, make sure that our community continues to thrive. Right. We can't ignore ourselves. Can't ignore it. Okay. Well, listen. Thanks for being with us again. We'll check with you again uh, next week. Go Chiefs, huh? Okay. Absolutely. Go Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's right. That's Cedric County uh, Commission Chair Pete Meitner with Steve and Ted every weekday morning at this time. Let's see what we got coming up. Oh, well, we got every the, Tuesday morning. Oh, Tuesday morning. Uh, we have the uh, Wichita Business Journal update on the way. The last Boeing 747 jumbo jet will be delivered today. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. SS. Stephen's head in the morning, KNSS, 748 on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Local Kansas City Chiefs fans making plans to attend the Super Bowl in Arizona. Two. A woman from Wellington dead after a weekend police pursuit and crash in West Wichita. One. More cops and first responders disciplined after the Memphis killing of Tyree Nichols. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. All right. We're hearing about an abandoned vehicle now. This is a westbound Kellogg, right around I-135. Watch out in there. We've got some fairly heavy traffic volumes right now. So, again, watch out for things to slow down around this. Again, westbound Kellogg near I-135. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman. And online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Partly sunny and cold again today with a high of 27 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cold tonight. The overnight low 12. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 38 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 10 degrees. We have a north wind at 6 miles per hour. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jack's. For protection from the elements, Hatman Jacks at the clock tower in Delano.
Stocks closed down Monday as the Fed's interest rate decision looms. Stocks ending at near session lows as investors remain cautious ahead of potentially market-moving events this week from decisions on interest rates to earnings reports from the biggest U.S. companies. Shares of Johnson & Johnson fell after a federal appeals court rejected the consumer products and drug maker's move to place its talc lawsuits into bankruptcy court. J&J said it will challenge the ruling. And Tesla, one of the worst performers of the S&P 500, despite receiving an upgrade from analyst at Berenberg, the Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, American Express, and IBM, the Dow decliners, Chevron, Johnson & Johnson, and Microsoft. The Dow falling 261 points, the Nasdaq down 228, S&P 500 down 53. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing has been awarded $2.3 billion from the U.S. Air Force for another 15 KC-46 tankers. That award marks the program's ninth production lot, puts Boeing on contract for 128 Pegasus refueling aircraft with the service. The company says 68 of those planes have been delivered to date to the Air Force. The manufacturer intends to build a total of 179 tankers for the service. Many of those have and will make their way to Wichita, where McConnell Air Force Base is the main operating base for the KC-46, and will continue to add to the two dozen tankers it now it now has to eventually house three dozen of the planes. Nearly uh, Nearby Spirit Aerosystems builds the forward fuselage section on the 767 for the tanker program. Powered by a capital campaign that raised more than $7.2 million, the Wichita Family Crisis Center will soon be able to shelter many more individuals impacted by domestic violence and human trafficking. The local nonprofit announced Friday the completion of the New Hope campaign that will allow for the opening of a new facility this spring five times the size of its current shelter. Amanda Myers, executive director of the Wichita Family Crisis Center, says the 33,000-square-foot facility will triple the center's sheltering capacity from approximately 25 individuals to around 80 each room will also be larger and have its own bathroom, and there will be other important features. A five-decade run that transformed commercial aviation comes to a close this week with the expected final delivery of a Boeing 747. The final aircraft will be handed over to Atlas Air today, capping the 747's production history with a final cargo model. Spirit Aerosystems here in Wichita built the forward fuselage and other components of the jet for Boeing. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. 7.52 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And yep, I'm gonna be a, there's going to be a lot of talk all over the media for the next uh, 8, 10, 12 days here as we lead up to a Super Bowl down in Arizona. And you just, uh, uh, we're talking about the trains for just a little bit there, Ted. I was thinking what it would be kind of a neat deal for somebody if they wanted to jump on a train in Wichita. They don't not have to go to Newton, but jump on a train here and go down to Dallas for a weekend or even Oklahoma City, someplace like that, and then come back on the train again. It'll be fun. I haven't been on a train in years. Uh, maybe the last train I was in on was in Joyland for that train that went around the park out there. But, but that uh, was a great train. I, I enjoyed that train. The one they had, had at Silver Dollar City back in the day. Uh, that was a neat train. It was a like in a full size train, and they even had it robbed. You know, they had mm-hmm. some guys come up on horses, and and it was a great show. A lot of fun for the tourists. But yeah, getting train service uh, through that. Uh, Station there, Union Station or whatever it is, going down uh, out there. Now you've been uh, you've been on the train. You jumped on it, dude, or was it your mom and dad a few years ago that did that? Yeah, my mom and dad. Where'd they go? 
East, oh, they took, they took several train trips. Yeah, they had one where they went up to the northeast. They had one where they went across Canada. Wow. They did one where they went, you know, up to the northwest and went down the California coast. Yeah, they took a lot of train trips in there. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so for the Super Bowl, you heard our, maybe you heard our story here in the past hour about the ticket prices for the Super Bowl starting at $6,400. Well, I like to think I'm a football fan. I like to watch football, and I like to watch the Chiefs. I'm not going to spend that much to get in that crowd. To listen to the game here on KNSS for yeah. free, by the way. And by the way, free of charge right here on the radio. They said the top price was 30000 <laughs> uh, And if you're a – they're making uh, compensation for folks, the Cardinal people, who fans who had season passes too. All right, today is uh, an interesting day. Today is Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. This encourages us to ponder how art affects our lives Art's valued and appreciated for all sorts of reasons, of course. Uh, they got suggestions that uh, in honor of uh, Inspire Your Heart with Art Day, visit an art gallery. Go down to the Wichita Art Museum. It's here. Good friend Teresa down there. and take Free a admission. Day. Yeah. Attend a live theater performance. Ted's always doing a performance somewhere. Right, Ted? Uh, read a good book. Listen to music. Huh? I, I like to do all those things. I do, too. <laughs> Inspire Your Heart with Art Day. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Hey, we do have an event coming oh, up. Oh, do you have it? Go ahead. Go. Keeler and Company. An evening of stand-up, storytelling, audience song, poetry, starring Garrison Keeler. He's going yes. to have a singer, uh, someone on piano, someone on guitar. It's going to be at the Orpheum Theater coming up a week from Friday. Friday, February 10th, downtown at the Orpheum. And we've got a pair of tickets to give away for that right now. So if you want tickets to go see Garrison Keeler and Company at the Orpheum on Friday the 10th, February, call me now at 869-1330 for those tickets, 869-1330. Stay with Stephen Ted now coming up in the 8 o'clock hour on KNSS. More first responders disciplined in the killing of Tyree Nichols. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yep, huge game tonight in Lawrence, KUK State. One more time, we'll see how that one goes, and we'll preview that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the blur is coming up. Yep, all your entertainment news, that'll be at 8.35 this morning. And we have traffic and weather, as always, in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.